John Kavanaugh and the executive director of the Transgender Law Center, Mason Davis, did. We were talking about the Representatives uh, Arizona State Bill uh, 1045, the so-called Transgender Bathroom Bill. I apologize for the audio quality. It's not so great. Uh, however, it is a recording of two trans advocates confronting uh, the author of the Arizona Bathroom Bill. Uh, because the discussion was moderated, we weren't able to have the kind of in-depth uh, discussion that probably could have come about uh, in an unmoderated discussion. Uh, but anyway, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you get something out of it. I'm Howard Bregman, and thanks for joining us today on Issues. Today we're going to talk about a controversial bill that one of our guests is introducing in the Arizona State Legislature, Legislature, and we have three guests today. Uh, the first is Mason Davis, the Executive Director of the Transgender Law Center in San Francisco. Kristen Williams, Director of the Transgender Foundation of America. And the gentleman introducing the bill in the state legislature, John Kavanaugh, who's a member of the Arizona State House and a member of the Appropriations Committee. Representative Kavanaugh, can you tell us, in your own words, what your bill is and what it does? Yes. Um, a few weeks ago, the city of Phoenix passed a uh, civil rights bill which uh, included transgender persons. However, uh, the Phoenix uh, the Phoenix went beyond what the other uh, they went beyond housing mint and going to a or locker rooms and showers uh, and what they did was they made it a criminal act for a business to uh, discriminate against a transgender person in those venues and also created a civil cause of action uh, for the person against the business uh, my initial response, which I never actually proposed in, in law, uh, was to create a counter law which would have made it disorderly conduct for a, a member of one uh, sex to intentionally enter uh, those facilities of another uh, with certain exceptions for children and what have you. However, uh, I, I soon realized based on the reaction from not only the transgender community but people in my own party that that was overreach. Uh, I was trying to counter one law which I thought was bad with another law. And as a result, I recrafted it, and, and what's going through the system now is simply a state law which, which prevents any locality from creating a crime for a business to designate private-type facilities for male or female and enforcing that, uh, and to take away civil rights of action against store owners who might do that. And Mason, um, what's the Transgender Law Center's response to this? And, and tell me a little bit about what you're feeling about this law and what you intend to do about it, this proposed law. Well, unfortunately, Representative Kavanaugh's 
bill, uh, both the original one and the new one that's being considered, fails to recognize the reality of what transgender people face. Uh, I suspect he has not had many transgender people in his life, or I think he would realize that even the current bill is really out of step with the reality of how transgender people live. I mean, the first bill would have made it a criminal offense. Um, it, it would have made somebody like me potentially be in prison for up to six months for using the men's room. And uh, just doesn't recognize the fact that many transgender people live very quiet lives um, in just about every community in the United States and use restrooms and facilities without incident. Uh, this is really a solution without a problem. And we are confident that the fair-minded people in Arizona will realize this. The state has much bigger issues to address than uh, policing who goes into what restroom. You know, Mason, you hit something that I feel is sort of um, is sort of correct, which is a solution without a problem. Representative Kavanaugh, what was the problem? What were what, other than you saw a law that you didn't like? How many incidents have there been where you actually see problem or heard of this kind of problem? Well, the patient is playing out right now at Everest College in the state of Washington. Uh, the college has a, uh, I'm not sure if it's a law or a rule, that uh, provides such protections to transgender people. And there is a, a transgender person who, from outward appearances, uh, is male, who is using uh, a uh, female shower and locker room at the college. And uh, it's at a swim, it's at the gym and the swim team. And there are high school students who use the, the gym. And there's also even some younger girls uh, who are on a, a, a elementary school swim team, and uh, they're being exposed to this individual who outwardly appears to be a male naked in these situations. I think that's inappropriate. Kristen Williams, director of the Transgender Foundation, does he have any legitimacy to his argument that this is a problem for what people are exposed to? So I have a question. In what way are trans people currently immune to laws prohibiting rape, assault, stalking, and public indecency or disturbance? I think Mason could probably answer that. Well, I would like the representative to answer that. Well, I mean, uh, I believe that if anybody does any of those things to anybody, be they transgendered or or, or gay or lesbian or straight, uh, they're arrested and prosecuted. Uh huh. And so, if a cisgender person went into the restroom and stripped naked and paraded their genitalia around, there are currently laws meant to deal deal with that behavior. Correct? Uh, I don't think uh, I, I, you're not talking now about rape and, and, and robbery. You're talking about exposing this oneself. Uh, sure. In that situation. Yes. Uh, so if I, they if I, they paraded their no, genitalia around, is there a law? Yeah. No, I don't believe so. Uh, the public lewdness statutes only uh, penalize, criminalize that if it's done for lewd purposes. And I think in a situation where a transgender person is in a public shower at a, or a locker room and changing, I do not believe that their intent is lewd. So the, uh, those ordinances wouldn't cover that. So you're saying that if an individual walked into a public dressing room where there's groups of people just standing around and they, you know, stripped naked, had their genitalia out, showing people, that would be perfectly legal under what you understand the law to be? Yes, the, uh, the common law <laughs> for public lewdness requires that it be done in a lewd manner. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, I'm not accusing transgender people 
who are from outward appearances of, of the opposite gender from the facility are behaving lewdly. But I'm simply stating that it causes a great deal of problems uh, for people who don't want to see that, who have an expectation of, of same-sex privacy in that facility, especially parents and young children. And I, I, I guess I want to add to this, I'm not sure that's the seminal issue here because the truth is, I don't know how you ever accuse somebody of lewdness in a locker room when they're showering and getting ready, but, um, you know, May said, I guess I'd like to turn to you. Um, is, is this an issue when somebody is has transitioned or going through a transition and they're in the locker room of, of a certain sex? If you, um, if you were forced to go, I mean, I don't know, you know, and I think part of this issue is, uh, on the outside, you clearly look all male. I don't know what you have downstairs. It's none of my business, Mason, what you have. I'm sure what you have is lovely, and you're very proud of it, as, as we all should be. Um, but is there any legitimacy to the locker room argument there? I, I find the locker room argument, like gays came out, come out in sports, and it seems to be one iota of an argument that's really used to stigmatize people, and I think that's perhaps what's been happening in this case. And what was interesting for me is I, as I listened to the hearing in the uh, Appropriations Committee in Arizona when this bill was discussed, uh, I, was, I was struck by the number of gay men as well as transgender people who expressed fear of using any facilities in Arizona. Um, many people were really resistant to actually going into gyms or locker rooms because they didn't want to be the target of violence themselves. Uh, certainly, we want to make sure everybody is safe in all of our community spaces. That's critical, right? Safety is a really important value for all of us. But I think that that was the real issue here. Uh, we see a very different bill. And if the issue was really privacy, then there are some very simple common sense solutions. You know, the, uh, a shower curtain costs about 99 cents. It's really easy to create more privacy, which I think is good for everyone uh, using private spaces. Um, so, you know, I, I want to go back, Representative Kavanaugh. It was called a, a, a solution without a problem. You can be able to cite one instance, uh, you know, a thousand miles away from you. Is, is this really, do you feel like this is why you're elected? Is this why the people elected you to, to for this kind of bill? I, I mean, it's hard to believe that when you talk about Scottsdale, and, 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 you know, you talk about, you know, a municipality and infrastructure problems. And, you know, there's so many problems that all the states have from lack of government. We've created a whole other enforcement thing. Who's going to enforce this rule in the locker room? How are we going to train people to know? I'm just, I'm kind of perplexed as why this comes up first on your list of priorities. Well, first of all, uh, let me state that this is, I don't think this is a gay issue. Uh, I, I don't think playing the gay card uh, helps the discussion. Uh, I don't think the, the person, be they gay or straight, the, the, the young girl viewing this doesn't care if the person's gay or straight. This is simply a matter of uh, propriety of, of society's mores. But beyond that, uh, I don't think anybody should be policing bathrooms and, and locker rooms and showers. And that's exactly what I'm doing. Uh, Phoenix went overboard by making it a criminal act for a business to dare to have a separate facility and question people. So I'm taking government out of the business of policing bathrooms. 
That's what my bill does. The original version is no longer there. All I'm saying now is that government doesn't make it a crime for a business to get the expectation of same-sex privacy in these intimate places. Kristen, I think you wanted to respond. Uh, sure. I, I do want to note that uh, a lot of the arguments the representative is using certainly has a historical context. Um, it was used, the, the very same arguments he's making now was used against Don't Ask, Don't Tell. In fact, in the Pentagon's report on page 13, it says, most concerns we heard about showers and bathrooms were based on stereotypes that gay men and lesbians would behave as predators in these situations. You, you're citing one uh, one situation that hasn't worked its way through law, which um, we don't know the facts of, um, as as proof positive that there's a need for this law. And I, I'm sorry, I just disagree. And I disagree with your assertion that people can strip naked, walk through buildings, show people their genitalia, and that that's perfectly fine. I think that there are laws to uh, deal with that kind of uh, malicious behavior. And I think, yes, you want to take government out of the equation, but you want to give that policing ability to private citizens to decide who looks male enough, who looks female enough, and then be able to call the police and have that person arrested unless they're able to have their papers to show that they were sexed male at birth and that they're in the men's restroom. I think that's odious. Kristen, uh, uh, I want to turn to Representative Kavanaugh for a final word. Where's your bill stand now, Representative? It's going through the system. Uh, right now, we're in a real slow phase because uh, we finished all community hearings and the government, the budget is stalled, uh, which, by the way, is my number one priority as appropriations chair. Uh, so we'll be here for probably another month or so. So the bills will be coming slowly out. What do you but think the chances of this bill passing are? Uh, it, it, excellent. Uh, I, I think this bill represents the mores of our society. Uh, people just don't believe that this type of behavior is appropriate. Mason, I'd like to give you the final word, Mason Davis of the Transgender Law Center. Are you, are you um, he's optimistic his bill will pass, are you pessimistic this bill is going to pass, and what do, we, what do you intend to do? Yeah, I mean, the city of Phoenix and Tucson, they know that all Arizonans deserve to be treated fairly and equally. I don't believe we're going to see this bill go forward. And the reality is it fails to acknowledge that people like myself could end up being denied access to the men's room and then have access to no facilities that work for us whatsoever. I don't think this is what the representative really wants to do. You know, I extend an invitation. If you'd like to learn more about transgender people, I'd be happy to sit down with you and talk about the reality of our lives. Otherwise, this bill will actually unfairly target people who are look a little bit uh, women that aren't as feminine as Barbie, men weren't as masculine as Ken, um, which is why it will impact gay men as well as transgender people and other gender non-conforming people. And I believe Arizona will see through that. I'd like to thank my guest today, Representative John Kavanaugh, uh, Executive Director Christine Williams of the Transgender Foundation of America, and Mason Davis, Executive Director of the Transgender Law Center. A great discussion will certainly be on the watch to see how this bill goes as it goes through the Arizona legislature. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, guys.
want to note, because I didn't have a chance to during our debate, that the representative contradicted himself. He cites as evidence supporting his effort a, an equality law in Washington where supposedly this law made it okay for someone to walk around nude and show their genitalia to people. It should be noted that the case that the representative is citing hasn't actually gone through the courts yet. It's only an allegation. Moreover, the reports are generally coming from right-wing media sources, so take that for what it's worth. So, according to these right-wing sources, a trans person walked into the women's restroom, stripped naked, and paraded around showing people their genitalia. But let's say that the right-wing media sources are correct. They somehow know exactly what happened, and they're not exaggerating like they're apt to do. This person was still arrested in the exact way the representative claims can't happen. Why is the representative using this dubious claim? He's using it because it poisons the well. It produces in the listener a knee-jerk reaction. It won't matter if this person is found innocent. It won't matter that this is just an allegation. What matters is that he is able to pretend that this is a discussion about keeping the children and the women folk safe from those evil trannies instead of instituting a statewide program of gender profiling whereby everyone will have their gender expression scrutinized by their neighbors, by the people standing in line to use the restroom, whereby people will be arrested and thrown in jail until they are able to produce the paperwork necessary to prove that they were in the bathroom that corresponds with their sex assigned at birth. If he can just poison the well, he will never have to talk about the outcome, the real-life outcome for every person in Arizona. He won't have to talk about the price that every person in Arizona will have to pay for his bigotry. He won't have to talk about the fact that he wants to privatize his bigotry. At one point, he wanted the government to step in and police gender. Now he wants the private sector to do it for him. Well, I hope you got something out of this discussion. And until next time, peace, y'all.